Welcome to the Power of Plushies podcast hosted by me, Human, and Humphrey. Today, I am joined by Baby Cakes Alice <laughs> and her mommy. How are you guys? We're doing good. Yay! We're so honored that you came to join us. Well, thank you for inviting us. I have to tell you, like, when I first saw your account, I was so intrigued I at that point in time I was like oh my gosh I love all these um, plushies and toy accounts and I'm really struggling because I want to follow more but I'm just struggling to keep up and I saw your account and I was like okay just one more follow <laughs> and I followed you right away because I I love how your relationship with um, you know between Alice and mommy and I love how even daddy gets involved and just the kind and caring treatment that you guys give her. Oh, thank you. It's very creative and, and you can really see the thoughtfulness. Um, so I guess this first question is for Alice's mommy. I just am curious if you'll talk to us a little bit about your background as a person. Okay. Um, well, I was uh, born in Belgium. And when I was 13, I moved to the States. And I met my husband um, in high school. We got married in 2002. And we moved. We both went to college. We were both uh, both graduated by 2009. And in 2010, we added our daughter, Alice's sister. That's so sweet. I actually met my husband also in high school, except for he was from Europe and I was the American. <laughs> we have something in common there. That's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you moved from you moved from Belgium. How was it uh transitioning from there to America? Uh, some things were easy because I left behind a lot of uh, bad things. Yeah. But some you know, the culture shock and temperatures and everything, um, that that was hard. Yeah. And then missing the family. Yeah. You, in your account, you're very much into yoga. Yes, I actually have a certification and uh, I'm a, a yoga teacher. And you kind of bring that um, into Alice's stories. Yeah, she has her very own yoga mat, and she joins. <laughs> I think that's so cute. There's a few plushies that like to do yoga. Off the top of my head, I'm trying to think. There's Edward. Um, oh, I can't remember the full account, but there's Edward, and then um, Pinky does yoga, and so there's a few that that get involved to um, in it. But and we've actually had um, a certified yoga practitioner on here as well um but 
what do you, I guess, why don't you talk to us a little bit about your yoga practice or benefits that you get from it or why you started it? Uh, well, I discovered yoga in college and I found that it is very therapeutic for my anxiety and depression. And it's always given me a way to center myself. Mm. And as I got older and my um, chronic illnesses started to show up, I have found that the physical aspect has helped me um, manage the pain and the soreness and the exhaustion a lot easier than when I don't do the practice because some days are so bad I can't practice mm. and I, I find that when I am able to practice it I do feel a lot better so you said you're battling um chronic illnesses and I guess this is kind of a I don't know um how to word this but so you're Talk to me about before you met Alice, your state of mind, and I guess you can talk about both your mental and your physical challenges that you've been dealing with before you met Alice. Uh, well, I've been battling severe depression and anxiety since I was very, very small, my earliest memories because of my childhood and, and my environments. So it, it, it's always, I've always been a struggle with that. Um, the physical chronic illnesses, they started showing up about four or five years ago. And it started with just severe exhaustion, um, confusion, and then the pain would start in and all the not knowing what was going on, all the struggles physically made anxiety and depression even worse. Mm. And so the, my state of mind was just, I guess to sum it up very lost. Mm. And at what point did, I guess, at what point did, like, Ella's come in your life? How did you guys find each other? Well, I have always loved the Alice in Wonderland story. I've always mm -hmm. connected with it. I was always encouraged by her, well, by her courage and by her curiosity, and it always gave me the hope to be curious about the next day and not let anxiety and depression take over. And I just happened to find her on um, shopdisney.com mm. and instantly fell in love with her. And as soon as I adopted her and she arrived home, I just felt calmer just even just holding her yeah and that was about 
three years ago that I found her. So kind of around the time when you were still trying to figure out what was wrong? Yeah, there's still, even to this day, a lot of unanswered questions, but it was about two years into my physical chronic illnesses deteriorating and not having any answers at that point. When you and I were talking, kind of doing, um, getting to know each other before we scheduled this interview, um, I also told you that I love Alice in Wonderland. And it's one of the um, Disney shows or whatever that has more struck a chord with me. And I think that there's um, a lot of very wise quotes that Alice says and a lot of um, depth that can be read within the Alice in Wonderland story. And I'm wondering if there's anything in particular that you'd like to share. I know that I'm putting this, putting you on the spot with this because this wasn't something that we had planned about talking about, but is there something in particular? I, I shared with you my favorite quote from one of the Alice in Wonderland movies when the, the White Queen says she's about to fight the dragon and she says, remember Alice, when you step out there, you will step out alone. And it just, that always hit me that, you know, you have to learn to have your own back and you have to learn to stand on your own feet. But you talk a lot about the curiosity of Alice and um, in general, I think there's just so much to learn. You could read Alice in Wonderland 10,000 times or watch the movie 10,000 times. And there's always something to learn. What is something that really stands out to you with the Alice in Wonderland books or characters or movies? Well, one of the things I really connect with is how she says that she can't go back. She can't go backwards because she was a different person then and she's changed so much. And I find that to be so very true. Mm. Because if if I think about the past and I, I cling to the past, I I struggle more. And mm. I have to accept the changes, the good ones and the bad ones. Because mm-hmm. one of the things that's always make me feel calm is the thought that the only thing that doesn't change is the fact that there is change so Mm -hmm. that part of Alice that that she accepts that has always given me strength she's a very strong character she is she is very strong she sticks up for herself and she finds her way physically and mentally through her troubles. And she does it all while looking cute. Yeah. <laughs> She's adorable. I have to tell you, I was at, um, this was just after I found your account. You know how sometimes when you see something and then all of a sudden it starts popping up everywhere you look. And 
and I don't know if it's just because all of a sudden you notice it, so it's in your mind. But after soon after I followed you, I was at the Disney store, and I saw your Alice, and I was like, oh my gosh, I want this Alice so bad. I didn't get her, but I really was looking at her, looking at how lovely she is, and just how beautiful she is, and her little golden curls she's just such a sweetheart <laughs> I, I can see how you fell in love with her <laughs> I what I love is when you look at her face she's just pure curiosity and joy and innocence and just she just says to me I just want to be happy I just want you to be happy mm. She does. She looks very joyful. And it's funny, too, like how you said, um, I can't go back to who I was because I'm not that person anymore. And this is, you just got me thinking. I mean, I never put two and two together that Alice said that and that's how I feel. But I think about the person who I used to be even before my attack and now who I am after my attack and I am like two completely different people it's it's crazy and the people that I've been in between there from you know before my attack during my attack after my attack during the healing you know who I am today and I think about all those people I've been and I never thought about it until you said that and my the wheels in my head just started turning and you're talking about the past and the negative and the positive and she takes it and the Ellis character is I think so many people can relate to her and especially people that have gone through some kind of anything um maybe they feel like she empathizes with you and she understands you somehow. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's how it feels. It feels like you have someone that understands what you're going through without having to explain. Yeah. Like a true blue friend. <laughs> yeah. In her little blue dress. <laughs> So, Alice, did Alice know about the plushy community at all? No, we had absolutely no idea. <laughs> I, I, I would play with her just, you know, on her my own, just to distract my mind. Yeah, and I always liked taking pictures, and I would do it with. My daughter's um, special, Teddy, you've met yeah. Teddy on, on Alice's account. They play mm-hmm. together. And I just thought this would be fun. It'd be a distraction for myself you know, to channel my nervous energy in a completely different direction. And as soon as I started posting the plushie community just came and embraced us. And it it was absolutely fantastic. 
And you have, you're really good at taking photos too. Do you have like photo, like photography experience or? No, I, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I'm very detail oriented. I, I obsess about detail. It's, it's OCD and I will take so many different pictures of the same idea before I find the one that says that shows what I want to say. And I think that people can see that they see what you want to say exactly. And a lot of your pictures are very simple. There's not um, a million props involved or what have you. They're very simple, but somehow you just capture this feeling. And I, and that was, that's what drew me to you is like, you were just capturing feelings. Yeah, I wanted to, I really wanted to portray her as I see her, which is, you know, a a little toddler just finding her way in the world, being that curious, happy, innocent child, the way I would have wanted my childhood to be. Mm. And I find that when things are kept simple, it it, it helps mentally. That really, that's so profound. How you, how you're almost giving yourself like a second chance at childhood. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. Yeah, that's fun, actually, because now you're you have a lot of control over it. Because, you know, like you said, you can take a thousand pictures of the same thing and reshape it or reform it. um, And you want her to be happy. You have this desire for her to experience the joy yeah it just it feels so warm it does looking at her pictures feels warm oh thank you (laughs) absolutely no when I messaged you before I asked is there anything that you know is on your heart that you'd really like to talk about on the show and you had mentioned your chronic illness why don't you um, share with me a little bit about that? Well, Talk to I me have... about, yeah, your, oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, you go first. I was going to say, I'd like to know, like, a little bit about, um, like, how it began and the process of the diagnosis, which sounds like you're still working on. Um, just talk to us a little bit about everything from the starting point. Well, uh, I've always been very active. I used to dance as a child. I um, have been practicing yoga and I teach yoga and I actually was um, a runner. I used to run regularly, um, 5K, even 10K. And I noticed that um, 
training was just becoming a lot more difficult. Not, not in a normal sense of difficult. And I was always a lot more tired. And it eventually just became exhaustion and fatigue. I would do um, any kind of activity and I would need quite a rest or I'd fall asleep. At first they thought I had um, narcolepsy, mm. but that turned out to be wrong. And after about this is six months to a year of just increasing fatigue, all of a sudden I started to have this pain mostly um, in my pelvis, in the SI joint, in my lower spine. And it, it, I've always had an extreme pain tolerance. So the fact that I couldn't tolerate it was quite alarming. And we had tests done, MRIs, scan, you name it. And the most frustrating part, which still bothers me to this day, was they, after one of the tests, they had called back and they said, we can't see anything on your tests, so you're probably just sore. Oh, gosh. And I didn't know what to say to that. Yeah. I know what sore feels like Mm -hmm. when you work out regularly, when you run, you know what sore feels like. And yeah, yeah, that, that hurts still. Probably felt like you weren't being taken seriously. You weren't believed. Yes. I felt this hopeless. Like, am I ever going to know what's wrong? Exactly. And I actually wind up doing a lot of my own research and presenting that to my doctors again and again and again because it didn't seem it didn't seem like they were putting a lot of effort into trying to find out what it could be. They just would say, Well, we don't see anything, so or this isn't showing up. But I've, together with my personal doctor, who has been extremely supportive, and she's been on my side, frankly, mm-hmm. we discovered that what it is won't show up on a lot of the advanced scans and tests until it is so far advanced that there's nothing to do about it. Oh, no. But all the symptoms, all the signs, all say the same thing. So she's she's been helpful. She's been trying. Yeah. It's and finally. It, yeah. Actually, it was um, when my son became ill with autoimmune it took a long time to get a diagnosis, a very long time. And it was 
the family doctor not giving up, seeing us in the clinic every week, you know, only after that, that we finally got any sort of an answer to. And I think, you know, what you did with being your own advocate and standing up for yourself, um, being curious, like Alice, doing all the research. I mean, you do have a lot of very similar qualities as her in all seriousness. Um, Because you did, you stood up for yourself and you weren't going to take no for an answer. You searched and searched until you found some answers. Yeah. So what did they, if you don't mind sharing, what did they say is going on? Well, they've, um, it's been narrowed down to two. Okay. The first one, the one that's, um, that's in the pelvis and the spine is called ankylosing spondylitis. Oh. Which is where your spine and and your SI joints, they're trying to fuse together. Oh, gosh. And the other one is called hypermobility syndrome, which uh, that one is uh, definitely genetic because it's like an extreme version of double jointed. Okay. That sounds painful. It can be. My joints will pop out of place for no reason. I can just be walking down the hall and my knee will pop out, or I'll just reach for something and my shoulder will pop out. Oh, gosh. When I get up first thing in the morning, I sound like a Rice Krispie box. Snap, crack, and your daughter is saying, breakfast time, and you're saying, no, it's just me. I'm not pouring cereal. <laughs> oh, boy. So what accommodation, because I saw you, I don't remember if it was a month ago or so, you ended up in the hospital from this, correct? Yes. Um, there's been lots of incidents, but yes, um a few months ago, my shoulder had popped out, and I know how to pop them back together, but when it popped out, it had either pulled or pinched other things in my shoulder, and it just wasn't getting better on its own. Mm. And so in that, in a time like that, then you have to seek professional assistance. I thought so, but it didn't help. Oh, yeah. It, my my personal doctor wasn't available, so they had me see someone else, and it was the same. Not really listening, kind of dismissive um, mm. attitude towards me. And, and my daughter was there because I, I had to bring her with me, and she was. Did she drive? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding sorry would have been nice (laughs) no not yet so you brought your daughter 
even at age 11, she was so angry and upset. Because, and this was the first. This was the first time she had seen how dismissive people could be over the symptoms. Mm-hmm. She was. She she was so angry. It's a good lesson. It's a hard lesson to learn at a young age, but it is a good lesson to learn because it teaches them how to stand up for themselves even against a medical professional who is a person in an authoritative position and it will teach them how to speak up and say what they need. Yes, which is something I'm still learning to do for myself. She's definitely going to be better at it than I am. She's... uh... And that's all we can do is we can just hope that our kids get better and better than we are. She already is. She is definitely an advocate for self and others. And that's because she has you as a mom teaching her, you know? Yeah. So how about the the plushy community what about um i bet you're getting lots of support from them i am and it's <laughs> amazing it's helped so much dealing with the anxiety and depression side of things where i yeah. feel supported i feel understood and listened to and it's it all comes with absolutely no judgment. Yeah. I think that's one of the things I really like about it too is that it's so crazy but it actually really is like a judgment free zone. Yeah. Everybody is uh just sitting there minding their own business <laughs> but they are super supportive and fun. And they're just happy, you know, to make another friend. Yeah, and and that right there makes such a huge difference. Mm -hmm. I've never had a huge support group. I've never had friends like this. And it it feels so good to feel like, like you belong and you can go somewhere to find that comfort and safety. And especially when you're seeing, like, you know, people having to fight for their rights as, you know, Black, Asian, Pride, all these people that are just trying to fight for for rights. But then in the plushy community, we're like, we don't care if you're gay or Asian or Black or whatever. Like, you can literally be part of any group. We just love you. And yeah. you can you can be disabled, you can be transgender, you can whatever. Like everybody here is so welcoming, and you can be struggling with mental illness, physical illness. There's never going to be a stink eye your way, you know. Maybe unless if you don't share your cookies and at the tea party. <laughs> <laughs> But it's 
such a it's such a safe space. And if more people could learn to live the way that the plushy people live, imagine the world we would have. That it, it would be so much better. It'd be a the utopia. What? <laughs> what about like you and um, Alice? What do you guys kind of do together? I mean, I know you do like everything. <laughs> what? Are... <laughs> um, maybe like some of your favorite things. Well, we we do spend a lot of time at home because mm-hmm. we. I feel safe here. Yeah. We play inside and outside. And she'll go all over the house with me. Her chair is next to my chair. Her bed is next to my bed. We can see each other. And in the morning, I get her dressed. If I'm up for it, if I'm having a good day. Sometimes she just wants to spend her time in her jammies. That's okay. <laughs> and if she gets tucked in at night, if I can't do it, my daughter will do it for me. Oh. She'll she'll go on outings with me sometimes. Which it's getting more and more because I still struggle with I, I don't like to go out much. Yeah. Because I, I get extreme social anxiety around people, but I'm, I'm I'm working on it, and Alice is coming with me more and more. I just I do get nervous when people just people do give you the stink eye. It is true. Yeah, but I'm I'm, I'm starting to accept it that maybe they just wish they had they're plushy with them yeah I think that's true I think that those who do just want they probably just wish for the freedom that plushy people have they probably just want to be able to live as openly as we do if I had to guess yeah I'd like to try and think the best of it and like yeah yeah so you mentioned the bed your husband actually made Alice that beautiful bed he did (laughs) it's so sweet so he gets involved too he does he is extremely supportive he when I asked him if he would make the bed, he made it that following day. Oh my gosh. I, all I asked was, you know, a simple little bed and he made the most beautiful design. It's and gorgeous. When I asked him um, about it, he said, well, this way it doesn't have the sharp corners and she won't get snagged. Oh. No, yeah. it's, it's such a beautiful bed. I love it. It is. It's it's perfect. It's it's perfect for her. Yeah, he's, and I he's... like it. You said your daughter tucks her in if you're not feeling well. I 
love that resonates with me because um so I sometimes I'm feeling like down or sad and my family will cheer me up by like you know having Humphrey or Horsey dance for me or you know snuggle up to me they'll they'll have them do silly things and it really cheers me up and it makes me feel so loved that they're loving me and loving Horsey and loving Humphrey and like even if it's just cuddling in bed with me and Horsey and Humphrey you know it's this feeling of acceptance for just being you exactly and and yeah they both do that if I'm having like an anxiety attack Mm -hmm. or all of a sudden my depression will really hit or I'm hurting they will get Alice and Eeyore for me because they Mm -hmm. know distract me and it'll make me feel better and those little distractions really work and it's like people can poo poo on it all they want but it's helping so much where do you get um Alice's because she has like she has her traditional Alice dress but then she has like this raincoat and some other cute things. Where do you get all that cute stuff for her? Do you um, make make it or buy it? Uh, well, I made her um mask. Okay. Or one word in that. Um, some of the clothes she borrows from Sky, who is my daughter's doll. Okay. Uh, but uh. A lot of them I found on either Amazon or Etsy or plushy wear. Oh, uh, yeah. Everybody loves plushy wear. <laughs> and some of them, um, like the beautiful stripy dress. Was yeah. A, that was a gift from Lerald. Oh. Yeah, no, you have, she has just a beautiful wardrobe. You sent me a cute letter to her stationery with her face on it and a pin with her face on it it was just so sweet oh thank you do you remember that I do (laughs) you had pins made up with her name and everything yes I, I make them myself oh my gosh they're so cute yeah it was really fun I was like oh my gosh the cutest uh, the cutest plushy meal ever from Alice. <laughs> so what's something that Alice has taught you as a human? To, to keep going. To not, to not give up. Yeah. To keep being curious because curiosity means you're hopeful about the future. Ooh, I like that. And I have so many things going on that just scream, you know, give up. Yeah. But I can't. I, I, I cannot give up. 
I feel like that needs to be painted on a rock. Curiosity means you're hopeful of the future. I really like that. <laughs> I think I will paint that on a rock today. Oh. <laughs> Maybe with like a picture of Alice's face or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's good. Did you like plushies as a child? Sorry if that's out of order, but I just remembered I forgot to ask you that. Oh, yes. Yes. Very much. Yeah? Yes. I, I still have the very first plushie. Are you serious? I do. Oh. So she actually... um was bought before I was even born like right before so she's been with me in my crib in the hospital even so she's been with me my whole life oh my gosh that's precious she's a, a rhinoceros and her, <laughs> name, her name is Rinos Rinos <laughs> yeah I feel like that's such rhino is such a hard word to say I always accidentally say rhinosaurus like it's like the hardest word to say <laughs> but that's so cute Reno I can say that <laughs> yes r-i-n-o-s Reno's oh with an yeah, I, I came up with it when I was little it's perfect I think a lot of kids name their um plushies very simple things if it's a bear, they'll name it Bear. Or like a rhino, then you name it Reno. It's like, it's very common for little kids to do that. And why not? It works. <laughs> My daughter's special plushie, she named her Teddy. Yeah. I think it's just a very childlike, an innocent childlike thing to do. Yeah. It's so sweet. Yeah, I've 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 had plushies my whole life. I even to this day I look at a plushie's face and I just wanna snuggle them because Aww. they they look at you with love and acceptance and they don't hurt you. Yeah. Well, we know Alice um has a voice because we've gotten to hear her but maybe we could ask Alice um who are you to your mom sure here she is <laughs> hi Humphrey hi cutie how are you baby cakes <laughs> Alice is doing good good Alice, we have two questions for you before you, um, before you go. We want to know who are you to your mom? To your mom? I guess it's probably an obvious question, but we're gonna ask it anyway. Um, well, Alice is fun, and Alice is curious. Oh, Alice helps mommy feel better. That makes I help. me happy. I snuggle with mommy and I play and we we have adventures and, and mommy happy. Oh. 
this wasn't one of my prepared questions, but I have a question. Do you play with Sky a lot? Yes. <laughs> I'd like to see some pictures sometimes of you and Sky chilling out, hanging out together. Okay, I ask Sissy. Yeah. Tell Sissy it's a request from Humphrey and see if see if she'll do it. Okay. <laughs> hey Alice, I have one more question for you. What's your what's your wish for your mommy? If you could wish her anything. Uh, Alice wishes the mommy keep being courageous and keep being curious. Oh. When mommy is courageous and curious, mommy feel better and Mommy doesn't get sad, and Mommy doesn't hurt so much. Those are beautiful wishes. And I want Mommy to remember she's wonderful. I think she is, too. I think you have a great Mommy and a great family. Thank you. <laughs>